Hey everyone, what's up? This is Justin. I'm Cortland. And this is episode seven. Uh, Better off Reds. Uh, we're one month into the season, which is awesome. Uh, this is your weekly Reds talk show. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, what else are we on, Cortland? All of your podcasting apps. Yes, that you, all of the podcasting apps. All of them. And if we're not on one, you tell us, and we'll find out why. Um, live shows, as you know, because you're here right now. If you, well, if you are here, you might be listening tomorrow morning on your way to work. But live shows are Thursday night at eight thirty p.m. Eastern time on Facebook Live and YouTube. Recordings are made available shortly after, and audio vor- versions versions <laughs> go up uh, on our podcasting apps later on in the night. Uh, been a big week. Oh, hey, whoa, no, oh, sorry. Look Sorry. at that mug. Sorry. Let's and see that mug again. Right here. Huh? Right here. No, not that mug. The oh, good looking mug. The good looking mug. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There, uh, there it is. Some merch. I didn't wear mine. I wore my shirt last week, but uh, I'm glad. Oh, did the did the winner did the <laughs> winner do laundry? The winner did get their shirt. They're Perfect. very happy. Yes. Yeah. Yay! Thunderous applause Yay. for the winner. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, nothing um getting into the final days of the school year as i am a teacher so um just preparing for the last couple of weeks everybody's excited all the kids are pumped and a lot of them have been talking about the reds i have one particular one that talks to me about them all the time and he's very uh 50-50 on them uh, but i think this week they they made him a little happier just like they made me happier so yeah. uh we'll they get won into 5 out of the last 8 yeah and it was a good series, uh, a lot better, a lot better, I think, than I thought it would be. I think my predictions were more, but I always overshoot my predictions. So, yeah. you know, how about you? Uh, well, real quick, I think this is the first time that the Twitter poll was right. I think the Twitter people said two out of three, and I also said two out of three against the Cubs. And then they said, uh, I think they, the number one vote was splitting with the White Sox. I'll have to double check, but mm. that's what I said. And that's what happened. So, okay. um, it's another big week for the Reds, too. You want to know why? Why minor league baseball started back yesterday? It and, did, yes, yeah. it did. And we have some information on some of the top prospects in the organization. We'll get to that in a few moments. But first, let's talk about the Reds and Cubs because we hate the Cubs, the Cubs hate us, and I hate seeing blue in the stands at Great America Ballpark. There was a lot, there was a lot of blue. It's the Reds wear red as the name says, not blue. <laughs> um, let's talk about that. So they took two out of three, right? Yep. yep. Uh, something big happened in game one. Besides them winning eight to six, Votto got his 300th home run. He's yes. the, I believe, third red to do so. Um, good game. It was a good game. Uh, Miley pitched five innings of good baseball, allowing only two runs. Suarez and Sinzel both hit homers. It was Sinzel's first of the year, and Suarez is first during this awful slump he's been in. But yeah. Looks like he might be shaking that rust off. Um, uh, the bullpen kind of sucked. Uh, De Leon and Fulmer both gave up two runs apiece. De Leon has since been optioned uh, to Louisville, I believe. Uh, but Sims and Antone, they were stellar. Do you want to talk about game two? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Castillo was okay. He hasn't. I mean, he's he's had some comeback games, but he pitched for five and a third. Three runs, which is better than he's been doing. That's lower than what his ERA has been. And five strikeouts. So not great. Not bad not terrible no, i would say not bad not terrible um but the bullpen didn't suck in this game too so garrett might be back we were talking about this before we started um i don't know if i'm necessarily there yet but he is trending upward i mean he's really shown it uh but the problem is now he is suspended for seven games for being a good pitcher in game two yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it we'll just Leave that there. Um, well, yeah, we'll 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 dive into that a little bit more. But uh, as sure as everybody saw, there was a benches clearing. Nothing happened. Just benches cleared. Not even, and, a, not even a bra. Just a little. Right. Just stuffle. a yeah, and that's what caused it. And in hindsight, right now with all these suspensions and everything that's been plaguing the Reds, uh, other stuff has happened. Like we talked about Bryce Harper last week. Um, that stuff also, but like the Reds have been like the butt of the MLB joke. So don't know what in the world is up with all that. So whatever, that's just uh, by this time, I think we're now used to it. So it's, it's okay. Uh, we didn't, uh, win the game. It was two to three. So still a very good game, but we didn't win it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what about game three? 
Uh, game three, the Reds, uh, they win this one, and it's a complete offensive onslaught. They uh, on both teams. Both teams just mm-hmm. went insane. Um, the bats were on fire. Yeah, uh, thirteen to twelve Reds in extra innings. Malley has his first bad start of the year. He went five innings, gave up six runs. The uh, bullpen gave up six more. Uh, Hembry, Garrett, Hendricks, and Doolittle all came in. They gave up zero runs, but Anton and Sims, uh, they gave up six combined, which Anton and Sims are like the, the guys, guys you, put the, yeah. you put the ball in their hand when you want to lock it down. Yeah. Uh, so an off day for them. I'm not worried about them uh, yet. No, I'm not worried about them. I shouldn't even say yet. I'm not worried about them. Um, but man, the balls are flying in this game. Ten home runs, five from each team. Moose, Suarez, Barnhart, and uh, they each had one. And Blastianos, he had two. Um, so the Reds win this series two to one, and it feels good to beat yeah. the snot out of the Cubs. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it feels good for them too, the people that are actually playing the game, but it felt good at home watching it. I uh, was happy because we kind of questioned the Cubs going into this and kind of for the whole season because they've kind of just been not good. Well, wait and, to hear what they've done since they left Cincinnati. <laughs> we'll talk about that later on too. <laughs> Holy smokes. But in terms of us, I was I was happy that it was good games because I mean the Cubs still have good players. Like they still have hot bats. Like there's no doubt about it that they have players that can absolutely crush it. And they did in game three. Um so to have every game be pretty close and game three to be what it was, just five home runs from both teams, and us to be able to pull out the win. I always love it when we can get the hard fought victories and especially against somebody in the division. So yeah, I'm happy that Chicago kind of came alive and didn't roll over for us. It made it exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was a good series. I mean, it was fun to watch. Even game two, I mean, they were in it the whole time. Um, just a, yeah, it was a good a good series. And the first battle of Chicago is won. Yep, they won it. Uh, then they took on a second battle of Chicago, just the White Sox this time. Uh, the White Sox are good. Uh, the White Sox have yeah. a very good offense. I know that uh, John Sadak and Barry Larkin kept putting the graphic up how they're first in everything except home runs or like yeah. the top of everything. And we're first. We were the other ones. That's like it was battle of the bats coming into this. Yeah. Um, they have a 16 and 13 record. Uh, that's after they played the Reds uh, with a plus 36 run differential. Holy <laughs> smokes. It's a lot of runs. Uh, the Reds are now at an even run differential, by the way. Yeah. Remember when we were like plus 27? Now we're at an even 152 across In a the matter board. of six games or no, five games. Yeah, I do think we have the most runs scored in baseball. No, we just kidding. Or Boston, we did. We Boston did. has the most. Uh, did they just the, get it? I don't know, maybe the Dodgers have a few more too. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about uh, game one. So game one was bad. Yes. Uh, w- one of those games where nothing uh, nothing worked. Uh, the bats <laughs> didn't work. Pitching didn't work. <laughs> they lost to Dylan Cease, who has been rough, had a rough start to the year. I should know. I had him on my fantasy team. I cut him. As soon as I cut him, he throws two amazing games, including <laughs> an almost no-hitter against the Reds. I think he went into like the seventh inning with a no-no. Yeah. Um. Hoffman went two and a third, gave up four runs. DeLeon gave up another three runs. Romano and Fulmer each gave up a run. And Blandino is the best bullpen arm that we don't actually have because he's a utility man. Uh, (laughs) I got to be honest. I enjoy watching Blandino pitch, and I enjoyed Barnhart's interview after the game where he was just like, he said that the batter for Chicago was like, oh, he's really going to throw pitches at me. And Barnhart was like, yeah, he's going to throw pitches. (laughs) Uh, And he kept shaking off Barnhart. Did you see that? Uh Like you have this veteran catcher behind the plate, and he's telling him to like throw a pitch here, and Blandino's like, "Nah, nah I'm gonna throw the knuckleball." <laughs> I mean, so that, I will say like he does do pretty good, like because normally you put those position players up there, they just throw like sixty mile an hour balls. Like he was hitting uh, mid eighties, yeah, yeah. Like he legitimately gets up there and throws the ball, like, yeah. I, and that's probably just as effective as being a guy that throws super off speed. Like they, like he said. That guy's like, oh, he's like really pitching to me. Like he probably <laughs> took two of those pitches. And was like, what in the world is this? He's it like, was almost like watching baseman. a kid. Like, <laughs> right. and I mean, no disrespect to Blandino because he pitched great. I mean, he, I think he was the only pitcher that didn't give up a run. Right. Hey, Clark is in the chat. Clark, hey, up? Clark, how's it going? Clark went to a Reds game with his daughter for the first time against the Cubs. Game two. Uh, and from the photos that uh, he shared, it looks like they had a really great time. Got a game, got a ball. His daughter got a ball. Yeah, there's the nothing better coach than that. Tossed him a ball. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Um, gosh, what a cool story. What a good experience for them. Um, 
but yeah, so the pitching aside from Blandino was pretty rough. Um, uh, only two hits, both came from Tucker, uh, yeah. who's now hitting 313. Both catchers, I mentioned this on the Cubs recap episode, both catchers are hitting over 300, and I love it. I can't think yeah. of the last time our catchers have had this much offensive production. Yeah, you can throw any, either of them behind or either of them, uh, uh, up there, and they're gonna get a hit. It seems like it's, it's really fun to watch almost everyone up and down the order get a hit. So it's funny because, like, you're right, like when Mazzarocco was hot. Like we we had Barnhart, but Barnhart wasn't anything like he's hitting right now. So like it's always been a hot cold situation, and we have too hot. And I believe Stevenson's defense is getting better as it will because he's so young. So to see him grow in that area on top of batting, and then to have Barnhart just continuing to hit with his great defense, yeah, it's just a blast to watch. It's been so much fun to see those guys just absolutely crush it. Poor poor Mezzarocco, man. I loved watching him play. Yeah, I did he too. just could not stay healthy. I mean, yeah. I really felt like because he had that those hip injuries, I really yeah. thought they should have shifted him to like left field or something, or I don't know what you do with him, but I mean he just he wore himself into the ground and it was just awful because the dude could hit. Yeah. Um you want to take it uh game two? Yes. So game two, the wet the weds. <laughs> the weds win. The reds win. <laughs> <laughs> in extra innings it's one to zero so yeah. the bats obviously were still not very hot because they only won one to zero um but sunny gray comes in and he lights it up seven innings two hits no runs and eight strikeouts after that game it lowered his era to 3.92 so that is great uh, he's working his way down there. Anton comes back in, like you said. We're not worried about him. He comes in this game. He pitches two scoreless innings, and Sims comes in to win the game. And he was very pumped. I love watching Sims pitch because like, Sims gets super pumped up. What we got here? Uh, yeah, Clark says, I hate to say it because I love Barnhart, but Stevenson is the future. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also Barnhart's contract year. Um, I could see, honestly, it pains me to say, I could see Barnhart in a different jersey next year. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to think about that right now. I it's, just want to enjoy the time we have. It sucks, him. but it's also kind of best case scenario because if Stevenson can pick up what he needs to pick up and Barnhart is playing the way that he's playing, we could get somebody pretty decent out of a Barnhart trade. Or not don't actually. trade them. No, I don't want to trade. I mean, <laughs> maybe. I mean, if the team the team bottoms out, which I don't think they're going to. No, I think they're going to be in this fight but, in September. But if, I think if, if they happens, were to bottom out, he would be yeah. a trade candidate. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> what's up? Sounds like you're talking about a dead pet. I might be. I don't know. Um, I do. I really like Barnhart a lot. Uh, I met Barnhart one time uh, when he did the Reds Caravan, and it was before I think anyone knew he was going to turn in anything. He's really a really nice guy, but uh, I, uh, I I really like Barnhart, and I hope that he just somehow could just split time with Stevenson forever. I don't really know how that's going to work. <laughs> I know it's not going to work that way, and he's probably going to get paid after this year he's having. Right. I know it's short, but he's having a heck of a year. Yeah. But uh, what were you saying about – you mentioned uh, Antone. Yeah, so Anton comes in this uh, game two and pitches two scoreless innings, and Sims wins. And Sims was lighting it up. He loves it. I love watching him close. Like I said, uh, he just is on fire when he's pitching great. It's just so fun to watch him. So the game goes into the 10th, tied 0-0. So we have Barnhart on second, or our at-bat. Then we have Senzel singles, and that moves Barnhart to third. And then big old Jesse Winker, future MVP, Steps up and hits a shot to center field to send Barnhart home. Um, great game. Love it. Winker, again, just uh, so much fun to watch. Uh, but on a less happy note, Votto had to leave the game after being hit by a pitch. Um, we'll talk about that later. So, But, yeah, we weren't happy to see that. But we did get to see old Billy Hamilton back in the stadium. And uh, he got, I believe, a standing ovation. Uh, the crowd was very happy to see him, and as well as the other Reds players, they were clapping along. I think and, it uh, was it was really good to see him. And I really like Billy Hamilton. He's a frustrating player to have on your team, but I feel like he has he's a good presence. Uh, yeah, it just seems like a really happy and really nice guy. Um, it was good to see him uh, sure. back there. I'm glad that he's playing in the big leagues. Um, okay, yeah, so, we have, uh, so Drew says uh, I'm back. Sorry, I missed out on the beginning of the show. Have I missed the celebration yet, Garrett? Actually, Drew, you're right on time yeah. because we're talking about Amir Garrett right now. So 
Uh, Amir Garrett, uh, MLB has suspended him for seven games, and he is appealing. Uh, I think it's ridiculous, just like I thought the Castellanos suspension was ridiculous. Uh, people have actually gotten into actual fights this year. Brawls have broken out. Actual brawls, not just shouting at each other. And he's being suspended uh, for less or right at the seven or eight games that those people are getting for their brawls. Um, him being pumped up and trash talking, it's not worthy of any suspension. But if you're going to at least do it, at least follow precedent, which would be two games. Right. Um, because there was another instance, not Castellanos. I forgot who it was. I think it was a Mets and a Phillies player. The Phillies player, I think, got suspended for two games for their barking at each other. Um, but it's just it's just crazy that they. And I'm I'm assuming Garrett's history has come into play. Right. You know, I mean, I, they probably when they said, "Oh, Mir Garrett, that's the guy that took on the entire Pirates uh, <laughs> dugout." Yeah, we probably should give that guy seven games. But um, yeah, I agree. Clark Manfred is a clown. He needs to retire. Um, <laughs> I think it's uh, Drew says I think it's ridiculous too, but he can't. <laughs> excuse me, he can't blow his save if he's not allowed to play. He's been pretty good. I mean, it's only two point one innings. I have the notes down here somewhere. Um, maybe I don't have them. I thought I did. Uh, he's been pitching much better. He had like two point uh, in two point one innings. He has like three strikeouts and no hits, no runs, and only like one walk. So he's definitely trending up. Um, and I hate that he's losing uh, this playing time. Well, I guess he hasn't lost it yet because he's fighting it, but. I just hate that this came at a time when uh, uh, he started turning it around. But um, uh, retire from ruining baseball? He would never do that, would he? Um, But what really irritates me is just how the MLB has handled the Reds specifically this year because they gave him a seven-game suspension, uh, which is already too many games. And then Javier Baez, who is the clown who jumped over the dugout, basically said, come fight me, bro. He, then he he got nothing. Then he, he got a fine. Then he did it after. He did it at the press conference too. Like he was. I mean, I know. Like yeah, he was fired up and stuff. But like in the press conference, like he like didn't care. He was like, he's like, you want to fight me? Come fight me. He's like, meet me one on one outside the stadium. He's like, well, he's like, we'll fight. Like we'll settle this one on one. Like nothing happened. Like he continued to do it after yeah. the game was over and nothing. Which is I don't know. It's frustrating. I, the fact that he was fine but not suspended just blows my mind. Like, why is he not getting a suspension? Like, right. I mean, I don't think. To be fair, I don't think Garrett should get a suspension. And by right. that, I don't. By that uh, stance, I don't think Bias should get a suspension. However, I think if Garrett is going to be suspended, then you definitely right. have to suspend Bias. So, because if we're um, talking about if we're talking about safety protocol in terms of clearing the benches. A dude literally jumped out of the dugout. No, nothing was happening when Gar- I mean Garrett was pumped up, so the the batter didn't come at Garrett and caused the dugouts to run out. Yeah. Uh, wow. So Drew says it's Ohio against the world once again. It definitely feels that way. Yeah. Uh, the way the suspension is being handled out. Elijah says, "Have I missed the part of the talk about how the MLB hates the Reds?" Oh, right. perfect yep. timing. Yep. <laughs> uh, Clark says we have to accept the fact that there's one set of rules for the Reds and a set for everyone else. And Drew agrees with elijah <laughs> so the chat is hopping tonight it's a good discussion um yeah i think the mayor garrett suspension is crap and i think it's even more crap that Baez just got a slap on the wrist yeah. when he was i mean i'm not gonna say he was the instigator but he was definitely the retaliator well he was um, the one that cleared him i mean yo, I yeah that, i mean because the batter didn't come or anything it was garrett being pumped up pitching like yeah he did he did bark at rizzo directly but like i mean but come on yeah i mean bauer does this stuff all the time they show bauer doing something i mean pitchers do that they get pumped up they freaking shoot off flames at great american ballpark when they strike out but the player's not allowed to only the machine can express emotion but not the person it's just it's just crazy um elijah wants to favorite surprise this season uh probably how opposite the bats are working compared to last year for me uh what about you Cortland? Mm, I, mm, that's tough i'm gonna say oh would it be an nl cy young candidate uh wade miley i i was gonna say pitching but i was gonna say our closers oh, yeah. not 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 garrett so much at the moment but uh, TJ, else. TJ, and Sims, and all them. Yeah. That's probably my biggest surprise. I didn't think these guys were going to come in as hot as they were. Yeah, uh, Clark uh, says, "Heaven forbid, we have emotion in games. Uh, <laughs> starting pitching is clutch." That's what Drew said was his surprise. It has been. I mean, even yeah. like Jeff Hoffman, we started to see the wheels come off a yeah. little bit, but he started real, real strong. Uh, Drew also says to bite your tongue, Cortland. About 
I don't know. That's a good question. What, what about Drew? Let us know in the comments and we will have Cortland bite his tongue. I, I was like ready to pounce all over you and be like, yeah, Cortland, bite your tongue. And they're like, wait a minute. For what? <laughs> um, so Amir Garrett uh, suspended. We hate it. I think you all hate it. I think everyone yeah. should hate it. Um, but it is what it is. He'll susp- he'll appeal it. And based on the Castellano suspension, uh, oh, the closers. Oh. Well, I told I said not Garrett, and that's who you're talking about. So yeah, yeah, yeah get off my case. <laughs> <laughs> um, so n- the next story, uh, Cortland, I'll let you take this one, and it's a uh, sad one. We should have played the sad music, but I didn't yeah. cue it up, so we're not going to. But just imagine that playing in the background. So yeah. uh, Vado's injury. Vado was hit by the pitch in the fourth inning of Wednesday's game. And you could see from that the reaction that he had that it hurt quite well. Uh, he kept uh, grabbing at his hand while he was standing on first. So he was pulled from the game. They did x-rays to show that he has a fracture. I believe it's his thumb, a fracture in his thumb. And David Bell says he will miss weeks. Hopefully we can see him. Uh nor near the end of the Brewers series, um, but June's probably more likely where we're going to see him come back. We had a couple more comments before you yeah. go into the next part. Uh, so Elijah wants to know, is this team capable of making it around the World Series? I think they're definitely a playoff team. Yeah. I don't know if they can compete. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If, I mean, I mean, you got to think of how streaky if we can, if it can happen like it's been in terms of the bats. If the bats could get them through to the series and then do what they do just randomly and just absolutely go off, but have five home runs and Castellanos have two in a game and Barnhart and Stevenson both keep hitting 300. I mean, it'd be a stretch, but I think if you could, if the timing came out, right, I think they could do it. Um, I think, yeah, I think they have everything. Like they have a functional uh, lineup. They have a functional rotation. They have a right. functional bullpen. The problem is all three of them don't really work in unison. I don't. I don't know why, but they just yeah. don't. Uh, real quick though, that kind of brings me to my point though. The Dodgers, week one and two, we we're like, oh, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Uh, they're two for uh, two and eight in their last ten. Yeah. Um, so baseball is weird. I mean, we started with a six-game winning streak and then we slid. I mean, we could pop off on like a fifteen-game winning streak in July right. what, when, what, when the trade deadline about to happen. We're five and eight out of the last eight, and we went six or five and one, five and three out of the last eight. Or five uh, we're five and five three. out of our last ten, though. Yeah, and then we were six and one, and then we lost seven. So I mean, it's very back and forth. Ooh, we're mean, getting a lot of comments here tonight. So woo. Clark says Winker is a beast. Yes. Drew says we got to get middle relief pitching. That's to Elijah, and I agree. Our bullpen has been inconsistent. Clark says I agree. I think the playoffs are ceiling for this team. Yeah, I mean things can happen. You know, maybe I'd be happy. I'd be yeah, happy I mean, with I mean, playoffs. They could call somebody up that just excels, or they could make a trade that changes the dynamic. I mean, anything could happen. Yeah. Um, rumor is that Trevor Story will be traded out of Colorado. Uh, the Reds have been linked to him for a couple of years now, just yeah. because they needed a shortstop. I mean, if they got like someone like Trevor Story, I mean, that's that's, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, Elijah says playoff team for sure. The thing I love about baseball, it's all about who's hot at that moment. I know I love baseball. It's so it's, that makes me think. When the Cubs won, when the Cubs finally did it, like Cleveland was so hot, like they were lighting it up and you go into that series and they just kind of went a little cold and the, and the Cubs turned it on. I mean, at first it kind of looked like there wasn't going to be a competition and it's exactly what happened. They just flipped the switch at the right time when it mattered and they, they got their first world series and what, like 110 years or something like that? Yeah, it's a long time. Um, uh, Drew says the ceiling is the roof. Well, there is no roof at Great American Ballpark. So the roof is on fire at the to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elijah says Hunter Green, which we're going to talk about Hunter Green yeah. in just a moment. Uh-huh. Man, I'm excited to see him pitch. Um, and then he said, Oh, you just ruined what was in my notes, Elijah. Why did I click on that? Uh, Elijah says, Did you see where he started the other day and had 37 pitches that were over 100? Yes, that's amazing uh clark says i feel like we're too inconsistent i i agree i think it's all got to come together at the same time consistently it did that for a little bit at the beginning and then it kind of stopped doing that it's got to do that for like 10 game stretches at a time okay uh ceiling is the roof uh michael jordan's quote oh my bad okay that's good (laughs) there still isn't a roof on great american ballpark though so (laughs) all right uh back to joey vado uh what what so what are they going to do about this uh, well, they'll probably put in Farmer 
because he was in for a little bit. Um, Blandino. I, I would like Blandino probably better. Um, but that's my thing. Farmer. You mean the Shohei Otani of the Reds? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I that. watching a pitch. I do. I like that better. I mean, now Farmer's been okay, like, but Blandino's been doing stuff that people don't normally do. So I kind of rather have him in just for the confidence boost. Um, cause he's doing stuff they're asking him to do. So that's my, that's my person for first. What about you? Uh, so there's been a couple different, uh, scenarios that have been thrown around. One's Blandino farmer platoon. Um, another is to, cause Akiyama is about to come back probably yeah. tomorrow. I think he set out actually tonight for the Louisville bats. Um, it would be to move Moose to first, India to third, which is his native position, mm-hmm. Sinzel to second, and then let Akiyama and Naquin platoon center field. Uh, the problem is they're both left-handed batters, so you can't really platoon them too much unless their splits are different. I haven't actually, I'm not really sure, but you know, typically left-handed batters, you know, you, you split it with a right-handed batter. Right. So maybe they can figure something out. I'm not really sure. Maybe still, maybe that's when you put Sinzel in center and maybe put farmer i don't know i have no yeah. idea what they're gonna do um i, I like oh, moose to first what i know what they could do a uh guaranteed first ballot hall of famer was just cut today and uh he's looking to hit 700 homers before he retires and that would Ooh. be one albert Pujols. now <laughs> i don't think albert Pujols is good i definitely don't think he's good and i don't mean this seriously at all uh but it would be so sweet to watch the former cardinal great suit up for the reds would it not yeah how yeah. would that make them feel to know that he played a year or maybe for a month with the Reds? Finished. Finished with the Reds. <laughs> he wouldn't finish. He'll go back to St. Louis for a year or a day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Elijah says, I feel like the future uh, for the Reds and Bengals. I like the future for the Reds and Bengals. Both teams making great pushes and moves. Cincinnati, it's <clears> almost <throat> our time. Clark says it would boost ticket sales. I assume you're talking yeah. about pool holes. Yeah, it would. It definitely would, especially if he could kind of get a power surge at Great American Ballpark. His numbers at GABP are pretty great. Yeah, he's close. I think he's like thirty-three home runs away from seven hundred. That's Ooh. definitely something he has his mind on. It's just will anybody give him a chance? Um, uh, to to speak to the Cincinnati thing, Eli, if they would have taken uh, Penny Sewell in the draft for the Bengals, they probably would. The future would be bright, but they took another wide receiver. So that's my take. Oh, Elijah says I get back home next week and I'm gonna buy some streaming gear. If you ever, if you ever need an avid Reds fan for some backup input, also yes, the left signing pools ticket sales would boost. Uh, that's always good. Clark also says also Molina <laughs> would have to kiss Albert's butt. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. Molina will come to the Reds as Pools is inducted to the Reds Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough of the okay. talk. Yeah, he's. I don't. They're not going to sign him. They've got options in house. They're going to go yeah. with. It's just. It's funny to think about. Uh, the timing also is. It lines up with what happened. But. Um. So yeah, I don't know. What do you think they're going to do? Did you say what you thought they were going to do? Yeah, I think Blandino. I think. Yeah. But again, if if uh, Akiyama does, if he does come back, which he will, that that will kind of throw a wrench into the plans. We'll see what happens. But I yeah. think Blandino. Um, what about what about the old minor leagues, Justin? Yeah, minor league baseball started back uh, yesterday. Um, some of these games are still going on right now, or they went on today. Uh, so some of these numbers might not be super accurate, but, but Reds' number one prospect, Nick Lodolo, went five innings with only two hits, no walks or runs, and 10 strikeouts. Ooh, uh, number man. six prospect, Michael Ciani, went two for five with two RBI on Tuesday maybe Wednesday. My days are mixed up. Um, uh, he did go one for five on Wednesday. Maybe I'm not mixed up. I'm a little confused about what day it is. Today's Thursday. Elijah says, I hate Molina. It's kind of like a love-hate relationship. I respect him as a player and everything he's done, but good God, leave us alone. I hate <laughs> Molina too. Um, I listened to the Jim Day podcast today with Sam LeCure. If you haven't listened, there's two parts to it. Part one and part two. Both are phenomenal. Sam LeCure is one of my favorite former Reds. Um, he taught they both talk high praise about Molina and I was like, Ugh, don't don't do that. But is I that, guess maybe is that the, the one you told me that was really good? You texted oh, yeah. me. They did was two parts. The they did a second part this week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's top to notch to content. Uh, if you don't listen to the Jim Day podcast, you should. It's I mean, Jim Day is such a delight, and then he always has yeah. good guests. Sean Casey's been on there. It's that was a good one. Joey Votto's been on there twice. Marty's been on there a dozen times. Um uh Kai Rizzle said, How are the Reds doing? What is their record? Uh they're doing okay. 14-15. Uh yeah. 
at the moment. Still a lot oh, of room. And they're they're right behind uh, the, Cubs. the Cubs. Yeah, which right the Cubs, the like I said, we'll we'll get to around the division here in just a moment. Uh, Clark loves Jim Day, and I love Jim Day. Uh, Jim Day's oh man, he's so awesome. You know, best um, friend Jim Day. <laughs> Jim Day. Uh, so Brandon Finnegan. Uh, you remember him? I think he yeah. came over in the Cueto trade. Uh, could be totally wrong on that, but um, he could be seeing a resurgence. He did. Uh, he pitched two and two thirds of one hit, no run baseball with three strikeouts. Uh, number three pros- prospect Austin Hendricks. So far, only one for seven with four strikeouts. I don't know if he played today. Um, those are from the previous two days. Uh, number seven prospect Reese Hines, two for nine overall with a home run and two RBI. Uh, number 10 prospect, Tony Santian, went four innings, three hits, one unearned run, and seven strikeouts. Not bad. Number Dang. five prospect, Jose Garcia, went one for four with a home run yesterday and two for three with another home run Ooh. today. And I believe that game is still in progress, I think. Um, so maybe he's added another one uh, to his uh, box score. And then Hunter Green, Elijah, I had to spoil this, but it's fine. Uh, number two <laughs> prospect went five innings, a five-hit, one-run baseball with eight strikeouts. And as Elijah mentioned in the comments, he threw 37 pitches that were over 100 <laughs> miles per hour, which is more than any minor or major leaguer in the stat cast era, according to the chat and Google Lookouts. That's been six uh, years. For, That's six years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elijah says, have you all been to a game in person this year? I went, uh, I was actually at the game where Castellanos flexed and uh, bought the Cardinals from their owner. Yeah. Um, and Cortland, you haven't been to one yet, right? Not yet. We're going to change that, it. though. Working on yeah. it. We're going to fix that. Um, Elijah, you'll have to meet up with us. We'll have to go to one. Yeah. Um, so that's the minor league update. I'm going to try to update everyone. Minor leagues. I actually subscribed to MILB TV today. Uh, to kind of catch these games, it's going to be really nice on off days, and it's pretty affordable. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money, but um, it's like 40 bucks for the year. Um, which that's a lot of nice. baseball. It is, yeah. and if you're a student or if you're uh, military, you get a like a 35 percent discount. Dang, which is pretty generous. I mean, the price is already pretty cheap at 40 for the for the year, and then you get like a 35 percent discount on top if you're military or student. So um, check that out. Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, Clark says, let's get a group together. Yeah. Heck yeah. The, that sounds like the Clark. He lives, I believe Clark lives a lot closer than we do. So we, I think he's in Indianapolis, <laughs> to, which is a, he, an amazing city. Yeah. He'd have to meet us there. <laughs> what is, what is, you are a balding middle-aged single that, what do you mean by that Clark? Oh, is that like a jeopardy question? I'm confused on that one. Um, so Cortland. <laughs> yes. Around the division. Tell us what's going on hmm. in the NL central. Cause that's been weird. To start it off, our worst fears have become a reality. The oh, card- yeah. oh, talking about for a discount. Gotcha. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, they're not offering a discount for that. <laughs> um, the, that was good. Um, the worst fears that we have had have come to reality. The Cardinals are on top of the division. They are sitting at eighteen and. 14 now they're sitting 18 and 14. Now Uh, they swept the pirates and they split a four game series against the Mets. So they swept the pirates who have been playing very well. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good series for them to take. Um, Then we have the brewers who sit at second place. They were currently on top um, with a 17 and 15 record at the moment. They won three out of four against the Dodgers and they got swept by the Phillies. So, little luck in our favor there towards the end of that one. Uh, getting swept in the last series always helps. Then we have the Cubs, obviously. They're third, 15-16. They're right ahead of the Reds. They lost two of three to the Reds. That's what I'm talking about. And then they swept the Dodgers. <laughs> and the question is, are the Dodgers bad now? What <laughs> yeah. What has happened? They've lost eight out of their last ten. And they what did they do against us? Did we get swept by them? I mean, it's the Dodgers. Were no. you not on the show last week, Cortland? We uh, two out of remember. three. You remember? Took Sorry. the first two and then lost game three. Who did we get swept by? The Cardinals. The week before that. Yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. series Sorry. before that. Sorry, that's what I was we went about. into that game on a seven game losing or that series on a yes. seven game losing yes. streak. So yeah, are they bad now? They they get uh, they get beat by the Cubs, who we beat two to three, and yeah. we only beat them by two. So the Cubs so, have been very iffy this year too. What is going on? Is the know. question. Baseball's weird. Like yeah. uh, I think it was Elijah said uh uh it's about who's hot in the moment. And he also says the Dodgers are 
100% not bad. I know they're not bad, <laughs> but it is weird that, that they've lost eight out of 10. Yeah. But it was weird that the Reds lost seven in a row after going six and one. So baseball, again, that's our answer. Um, so let's get to the last team, Pittsburgh. They are now last. They were kind of hovering in the middle there for a little bit, going on their little spurts. Um, but they are 13 and seven. The Reds are ahead of them, obviously. Um, they're 13 and seven. They got swept by the cards and they lost two of three to the Padres. So the Cardinals being on top, the Pirates just had a really rough week to play against yep. the teams they played against. So uh, they only they, say, I'm oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say that would be uh, hard to not get swept by both of those teams. Yeah. Um, only St. Louis has a winning record over their last 10 in the division. Uh, the Brewers and Pirates both have a losing record and the Cubs and the Reds are both even over their last 10, five and five. So it's a weird division. It is up for grabs, I think. Yeah, it's still much up for grabs. I think even the Pirates at 13 and 17 uh, have a great chance to do what they did again and come back. I mean, it's just so neck and neck right now. The Pirates, I mean, the Pirates are not going to make the postseason, but you got to keep this in mind. They are they are hanging in there without their best player, Inca Brian Hayes. I think I've mentioned yeah. Brian Hayes on here like five times already. But, he's good. Um, he's very good yeah but yeah. it's just crazy that they're able to put that together without without him but they do they do have a negative 29 run differential they've only scored 106 runs on the year so i am looking forward to the reds visiting them yes. on this upcoming road trip <laughs> uh hopefully they can they can really beat the snot out of them um injury updates have a few here uh castellanos did leave tuesday's game against the white Sox and did he sat out wednesday's game with mid back tightness but he should be going the reds resume play tomorrow uh, Shogo has been playing with the bats, uh, the Louisville bats, but he is one for nine. Uh, he should join the the Reds on this uh, upcoming road trip. Lorenzen received a second PRP injection, and he is yet to throw, but he will go to Arizona for rehab. Nothing new on Aquino, and of course Vado we talked about earlier, looking about at, looking to be out for about a month. I honestly, with Vado, I could see him coming back early. I think he'll come back maybe. And now, obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. I'm just kind of gauging. <laughs> Like, you know, what I what I think I know about Votto, and that is I think he'll probably come back me around three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I give it three weeks. The fracture's rough. That's and with his age. Yeah, let's check out these comments. I've been so reading Clark, what Yeah, Clark says, I'll be honest, I'm petrified about the next 30 games and 31 days. Um, I am concerned. Um, I do think the bench for the Reds is pretty deep, though, to allow off days. And I think that... I kind of think I could be wrong, but I kind of think uh, what I blame a lot of the inconsistencies on is how we've had so many off days. So I'm kind of excited to see them play so many games in right. such a short period of time to see, or in such a stretch to hopefully maybe see everything kind of click. Um, Cause the offense can be real momentum killers and they're not bad teams. Like this will be a real test. I mean, this will, this will really show all the cards of what we can do um, because they're going up against the giants who are, uh, they're doing hot ever since we played them. Um, the cards and they got the Rockies who they're not doing too great, but they're not bad. Um, Brewers, Nats, Phillies, and Brewers again, and Rockies again. So there's going to be a lot to see. Um, I am excited. It, it is nerve wracking. Uh, I agree with Clark, but I kind of want to see what the team's made out of. And this will be a real make, not a make or break, but it'll be a real test to see what this team, yeah, right. like, what you said, like, what what are they? Will my um, expectations be higher for a World Series or will I be very happy with just making the playoffs and it ending yeah. us in the first games? So yeah. um, so now uh, Elijah did have another question. Uh, he says, I've got a solid question out of the entire league. Who is your favorite young prospect? There are a lot of big names I'm enjoying right now. Cunha. Uh, Tatis Jr. and one of my all-time favorite players' sons, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know if you mean just a young player that's active in the game or like a minor league prospect. Um, if I'm going with a minor league prospect, it'd probably be like Bobby Witt uh, Jr. or Adley Rushman um, if you're talking outside of the Reds, if it's with the Reds, Hunter Green. Um, yeah. What about you, Cortland? Do you know of any? Do you follow the minor leagues that much? Not that. Not really. Um, but I'm just going to say Jonathan India. Is there yeah. any question? That's my that's guy. That's your That's guy. guy. He's my ride or die. <laughs> uh, Clark says exactly contenders or pretenders. And I, I think like we'll that. Have a, yeah, I think we'll have a good idea on which one they are. Uh, that might up. be a good uh, episode title. Hey, honestly, at the end of this road trip, that might be contenders the title. or pretenders. <laughs> um, so now we're gonna do uh, everyone's favorite segment. 
the uh, weekly week, awards. Yeah, weekly awards. <laughs> that's, uh, that's fine. Take it. Take it. All uh, right. We stopped doing the apology videos because one, we haven't anything to apologize yeah, for. We've been kind of dead on. We're kind of getting good at this thing. If anybody hasn't noticed, yeah. So uh, we don't need to apologize for nothing. Also, whenever we did apologize, they ended up sucking right after. So, right. Yeah. Uh, it might come back. Now the day. bullpen, the bullpen turned it around when uh, we were trashing them. We did. I don't think we gave them an apology, but they turned it around because they were doing bad. Yeah. Uh, Elijah says, I love how uh, we have had tight games, though. We've had to battle out and test this for the postseason. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this team, it, they're, it's a unique team. And that's why I think, um, I feel like optimism is still relatively high. Yeah. Uh, you know, people haven't written them off yet, even though they've had some, uh, some rough stretches there. Um, so, play of the week uh, for me, uh, I don't really have an entire play but rather just an entire game. And that's the Sunday game against the Cubs, the Reds, the the five home runs, the 13 yeah. runs to win it in extras. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. So much fun to watch. I mean, gosh, I wish I was at that game. I bet it was frustrating also to watch the, I mean, but no team held the lead for like more than an inning. Right. Um, just kept going back and forth and back and forth. And just, it was a good fun game to watch. Uh, what about you, Cortland? Uh, my play of the week was Winker's clutch hit in the 1-0 win against the White Sox. Uh, he is earning himself a potential jersey spot in my closet with uh, the play he's had this year. I've had one added in my cart for quite some time, and every week, man, he just he makes me want to he makes me want to pull the trigger. So do it. Yeah. What are you waiting for? He, he's almost there. He's almost there. But um, I w- I really want to get um. I don't have any old, like, Big Red Machine player jerseys. I'm going to start focusing on those next, I think. I got a bench one. I, have, I think I have a rose one that you could have. Nice. Thanks, yeah, buddy. I think if I still got it, yeah. You can, you can give it to me when we go golfing on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. My If my wife was watching this, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we're getting a bunch of comments here. Uh, Elijah says, hard not to support a guy batting over 350. Uh, talk about Winker. Tiffany says, yes, wink. It makes me want to pull the trigger. makes us all want to pull the trigger. Yeah. If out of context, if you just start listening, she's talking about the jersey. 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 <laughs> uh, she also says, love that guy. Uh, Drew says, in your cart, the same cart I've been asking where you are ordering from. Before I have to answer that one. I have told there. him where I get my stuff. <laughs> Is it the he, same place I get mine? Yes. And he knows what? Coming from a guy that's technologically savvy, I would think he know how to push a buy now button. Oh gosh, don't <laughs> insult the uh, the guests. Oh, <laughs> Tiffany had some emojis, some laughing emojis, and says, "Ha ha ha, Drew." Yeah. Um, so we've got some good. We got we've had a good crowd tonight. This has been we fun. Have. Good good um, turnout. All right. What about your hitter of the week, sir? Nick. Castellanos. Uh, yeah. Over the last week, he's batting 412 with two home runs, six runs scored, and five RBI while only striking out three times. And I don't know why that next line is in there. So ignore that, Cortland. I have no idea. I what saw that, that earlier today, and I was I like, know what that goes for. That goes, for the, that goes for my pitcher. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's funny. I'll just fix that. All right, Corlin, what's your hitter of the week? My hitter of the week is Winker, like we said. Uh, he's batting 359 right now, and over the last seven games, he's had six RBIs and I believe two home runs, and he is just absolutely lighting it up. And not only is he lighting it up, he's hitting when he needs to hit, and there's nothing better in the sport of baseball when you have a guy that can go up there and get it done when you need to get it done. It's yeah. always so frustrating when you have somebody up to bat and it's a 50 50, like, is he going to hit it? Is he not with him? You have the confidence when he steps up to the plate that he's going to get you a run drove in, or he's at least going to get on base with two outs remaining. That way you can keep your hope alive. So yeah, yeah he's been my guy. Uh, Drew says, wow, is this what we're resorting to name calling? Same team, man. Same team. <laughs> yeah. You were kind of mean to Drew. Well, he started it. So okay. I finished uh, it. My pitcher of the week is one uh, Sonny Gray, who went seven innings against the White Sox, allowing only two hits and no runs with eight strikeouts. His ERA over his last two starts is 1.42. Man, the Ooh. Reds are going to have a lot of Cy Young contenders this year, I think. And yeah. probably not really by the end of the year, but it feels good right now to say that. At least right now we can say that. Yeah, It's not a super big stretch. Um, my pitcher of the week 
is Mr. Lucas Sims. Um, coming from the same game as my batter of the week, he comes in and finishes the bottom of the, or excuse me, not the bottom of the 10th, um, the top of the 10th to uh, shut them out and keep it zero to zero. And then Wink comes in, hits the shot, and they score and win. Uh, I've liked Sims. I kind of didn't know you. You've kind of said a couple times that like you want him to be kind of that guy. Um, I like Anton so much. I've kind of been a little skeptical of Sims, but watching how much he puts into it when he comes up on the mound and he goes up there and uh, throws some great, great pitches. He's just really fun to watch. So Lucas Sims is my pitcher of the week. Awesome. It's a good pick. Um, for biggest surprise this week, mine's definitely the Amir, Amir Garrett for more than one reason. Uh, one, his pitching performance has been great. Mentioned earlier, he's pitched two and a third innings with no hits, only one walk and no runs with three strikeouts, um, and also his suspension. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the show. I think it's crap. I still think it's crap. I thought it was crap 45 minutes ago. I think it's crap now. I'll think it's crap tomorrow. <laughs> Just not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your biggest surprise? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Uh, it's got to be the suspension. It's kind of, I mean. It wouldn't be uh, as surprising if Baez was suspended too. Right. It's just the and fact that they're like hmm. in seven games is insane to me. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just absolute like because I, I don't know, man. Like there's something to say. I did. I, Cassianos obviously shouldn't have got suspended, but Cassianos slid in the home and they, they hit each other and he got in his face. Like, okay, I still don't think that deserves a suspension. Yeah. Amir Garrett's on the mound. He's 90 feet away yep. and he's just pumped up. And he literally does nothing. And I mean, yeah, he draws at a guy from 90 feet away. Yeah. The the guy does nothing. Another guy from the other team comes out of the dugout and starts yelling at him. Yeah. And he gets a fine. And Garrett gets a seven game suspension for throwing good pitches. Like it's just we could talk about it all night. It's just because it it the Cassianos thing, we people had their thoughts. Uh this is just ridiculous. That just makes no sense. Like there's yeah. literally just no reason for it to happen so i agree yeah yeah uh so those were our weekly awards uh let's look ahead and i mentioned this at the top of the show but i nailed my predictions last week i got them 100 <laughs> right did you get yours right i don't think i did i think i, I said three against the cubs the cubs and i said one against the white Sox, but i wanted to i believe yeah probably yeah um, i'm very optimistic you're very optimistic uh so uh, the Reds will start a three-game series against the Indians in Cleveland. Uh, luckily, they don't have to face Shane Bieber on this uh, particular yeah. trip. Uh, then they go to Pittsburgh for three games. Um, I think they're going to take two out of three in Cleveland and sweep the Pirates. So I think it's going to be a very good trip. Uh, the road trip will continue after that. They'll go to Colorado, which we actually have to let everyone know that um, uh, next Thursday, the Reds will be playing while our show is on. So we yeah. understand if you're not watching us and interacting with us but we'd still like for you to be here because it's a good time uh, i'll probably have the game on and give updates throughout the show as well uh real quick uh clark says if he was on the red Sox or yankees manfred would have his lips surgically attached to carrots but uh yeah maybe <laughs> possibly yeah um, even the astros the astros got off easier than this um, yeah they cheated in the world series cheated. Um, they did. What, what's your, what's your prediction for this, uh, upcoming, upcoming six games? I'm going to say, I can tell you're going to say sweep. <laughs> I want to say sweep so bad just because Bieber's not playing. And that's the only reason they didn't sweep a home against them. Sweep. Bring out the <laughs> there brooms. It is. Bring out the brooms. Sweep in Cleveland to take the Ohio cup for the first time in a while. And they go over into the old Pittsburgh and sweep the Pirates at home. So there he is. There he is, boys you and girls. <laughs> you're you're those, they could be like ten games back, like in September, and you'd be like, Oh, they're gonna make sweep. the playoffs. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh so that is our show for this week. Uh thank you for joining us. Um be sure to join us next week uh as we talk about the road trip and we'll be giving updates about the rocky series before I, we do close out do you have anything else you want to add no i just again we're so thankful i, we I, say, it, I say it every week and i mean it every week uh, our numbers go up every week i believe and uh 
it's just so much fun when everybody gets on here and comments it with is. us. It just really gets it going. Um, and we just love it so much. So continue to reach out. And I just mentioned in our, um, I'll, I'll let you read this comment. I was going to say something. Oh yeah. Read Clark this. just says awesome as always fellas. And we appreciate that. Yes, Clark. Clark. Uh, appreciate all of you, you coming in. Uh, uh, it is really fun to do a live show about the team we love with you guys. So yeah. thanks for coming. Um, Justin mentioned in the little bonus episode this week, we uh, tell us what you want us to do. If, if there's things that you don't like or things that you think you might like, shoot us some suggestions. Oh we, yeah. We, I was we like, we I don't love know to hear feedback. Here. Yeah. We love to hear feedback. So um, just keep it up. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. If there's anything you would like, if you think we should be adding a different segment or taking one away, let us know. Cause you know, this is a show for all of us. So, uh, definitely let us know any uh, suggestions that you may or may not have uh, comments. Uh, Drew says, great show guys. Always looking forward to the chat and content. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, uh, noticed Elijah didn't say anything nice. Wow. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so join us next week. Be sure to subscribe, uh, leave us a review on Apple podcast, uh, follow us on social media, share us with your friends and yeah, we'll see you all next week. Thanks. See ya.